Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey, and obviously this is not Sam Main. Um, this is the resort host, Danny Marsh, um, and uh, we're here. We're going to discuss more topics. Resort host? Is that what you said? Resort, the last resort. Like, okay, yeah, that's, the what, last that's resort. what I yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, thank yeah you. I just wanted to make sure y'all knew what that yeah. was going we on. Needed, we needed that advanced word. Yeah, there you go. And speaking of words, Andy, you want to tell us what our topic is this week? So this is... Uh, Word of the year, our checkup. Word of the, well, that's what we'll call it. Word of the year checkup, uh, mid-year checkup. So, and so the idea is that we get this from uh, the Wild at Heart team um, annually. They at the beginning of the year they ask God, you know, each personally for a word of the year and an idea, a word, and God is faithful to do that. I think God is really wants to be that tightly integrated into our lives and wants us looking for what he's doing in our lives at the particular time and and we've done that for many years uh robbie was the first one that did it and it kind of caught on and we've uh we've had a lot of success with it i think uh i think we've all grown in that receiving the word of the year or advance word yeah this topic pretty much exposed opposed in my life because the first time i ever heard you guys talking about it, i'm sitting here going I have no idea what they're talking about, and I really don't want to tell them I don't know what they're talking about. But if I don't ask, then I won't know what we're talking about. So I had to ask, and, you know, what a great thing, and having done it over the past several years and, and that kind of thing. So um, we also have plenty of guests in the studio, and we're thrilled about that. Got my buddy Mark from Massachusetts over here. Drove all the way in just for the show. That's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Cool. No, he – uh. <laughs> he he actually was he is he is a caretaker if there ever was one. I mean he's always doing something for somebody and um he downed another buddy of ours, Dewey. He's had some surgery with some cancer and stuff and Mark's come down to help look after him for a little bit, I think. Either that or just make sure he don't get in trouble, which is probably <laughs> true with Dewey. Um and then we have Kenny, you wanna you want to tell us you don't have a microphone. Um, we've got some guests that Kenny invited. Yeah, a couple of my pastors come in. They just started this year. And uh, uh, I was telling about this event because they're looking at how they can help the, the young men at church. And they're developing a program and all. So I invited them to come in and just see what our approach to it. And I gave them some of the, the, the literature and all. But, yeah, it was good for Brandon and uh, Todd to come by and uh, check us out. Yeah, so you invited them in here, and so you'll be looking for another church soon. Probably what's going to happen there. Yeah, you, know, you invited them into this, so that's going to be something. Um, 
Anyway, oh. yeah, we told them we were had a high degree of disorganization around here. So, anyway, um, so Andy, you have the first clip. So, if you want to set that up, Are sure. You serious? How did he? You're supposed to have the first clip. You're hosting. Well, I did not want to. I, mine should be first because it sets it up well. Is what I've heard. It, in it the only past. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Sam, yeah. Sam's not here, and you see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> chaos, chaos. That's not the word of the year. But uh, no, my my word of the year was present. Uh, it was at the, kind of tied to Christmas. Uh, we did a show on that, and uh, I got kind of got wordy in the use of the word present or present. And uh, and you can go back and listen to that. But it really has kind of caught on to my heart. And so I felt like in the, in my past I haven't always been good with people and being present using technology, multitasking, that kind of thing. I haven't always focused on who's around me and stuff. And that's key to this Christian life. So anyway, this is a funny clip from The Breakup. Uh, you got Gary and Brooke, who pretty much this scene sets up to why they're breaking up. And Gary's kind of checked out and not very present. And even though he is present, he's present there and having a conversation with her. You can tell his heart's really disconnected from hers. And I'll just go ahead and play the clip, and then uh, we'll talk about it. Gary? Yeah. Oh, come on. Really? You got, you got three lemons. What my baby wants, my baby gets. You know that. No, but I wanted 12. Baby wanted 12. Why would you want 12 lemons? Because I'm making a 12 lemon centerpiece. So no one's actually even eating them? They're just they're show lemons? Yeah, they're just show lemons. Shown in the center of the table. Glad you find that amusing. But I cannot fill a vase with only three lemons. Well, can't you just use, like, maybe a, a, a drinking glass? I could use a well, drinking... glass. you can have a smaller uh, version of a centerpiece. I'm not going to use a drinking glass for our centerpiece. You know what? I got an idea. Why don't we go ahead and scratch the, the uh, centerpiece idea altogether? Because the chicken that burnt my mouth could maybe use a little bit of lemon on top of it. Guess what? Now we made a better meal versus something visually nice to look at what are you do what's happening here what are you doing what are oh, you doing I, I, I had a, such a long day on the bus i am i need a little bit of downtime my feet are killing me come on my feet are I'm killing exhausted. me too i worked all day went to the market i cleaned this entire condo and then i've been cooking for the last three hours come on help set the table sweetheart what? you've done such a great job already why don't, don't you want to finish it yourself and have that personal power that accomplishment set the table listen to me do you think that when Michelangelo, right, was painting the 16th chapel, that he said, hey guys, you know, I did pretty good on the first 15 chapels, but why don't you help me design this one? And maybe you could help me, uh, give me a brush, and you guys can grab brushes and we can all make a great chapel. Uh-uh. No, he didn't. And you wanna know what the results were? A masterpiece. Okay. Um, it's, it's the Sistine Chapel, not the 16th. And I bet when Michelangelo asked for 12 brushes, they didn't bring him three. Yeah, okay. All the talking is really starting to drain me, and now I'm going to have to watch the highlights later to see what I missed. So you hear it in the beginning and the end. He's just like I was for years, watching sports and uh, checked out, and, you know, I could care less if there was three lemons, 12 lemons, or 40 lemons. It doesn't matter. Uh, and, um, you know, so much I would heard a report probably from my wife in the past and, and even my daughter that I didn't. I, sometimes I just didn't know how to stay present. Um, it was so easy to bounce 
in and out of whatever my world or whatever was going on that I wasn't. And it takes discipline, and it's something that doesn't come natural. I still struggle with it. But this year's been been cool. Um, I got a card from my daughter, um, uh, two cards. It was around my, the time of my birthday. It was right after I'd gotten the word. And the first uh, card was just a written birthday card. And there was some really cool stuff that I went back and read today that – really just touched me. But one of the things she said was that I would sense the nearness of God. And I didn't even remember that until today when I read it. But uh, so that I really, it was a confirmation of the word of the year. The other cool thing was we went shopping that weekend and we're in this store and she just picks up uh, a card and shows it to me. And she knows I like the names of God and stuff. But she could have picked up anything. And what she picked up was uh, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is present. And it was really cool. I was like, wow, I'm getting, get that for me. That's what, it was like the cheapest birthday present I could ever get, but it was the most rewarding present because, um, you know, the Lord is present. You know, I want to be present with the individuals and the people all around, but I want to be present with him, and he wants to be present with us and have, have our attention. And uh, it was just really a cool confirmation. And it's just, uh, I've seen... You know, I, I spent some time with some guys today, um, guys I graduated from high school with, and we were just having breakfast, and all of us, you know, we sinned very well together in the past in the high school and stuff. Just We're all serving God and all. Just to get together, you know, it says where two or three are gathered, uh, or two or three are gathered together in the Lord's name, he's there in the midst, and, and that's what we were doing. And that was just another form of his presence. Just I'm seeing this idea of presence all over the place and uh just uh enjoying the word for, of the year so this this card that he has is actually in hebrew and i thought i would yeah illuminate some stuff for you i think it's absolutely amazing number one the word Yehovah obviously yeah, is to right. yahweh and you know that's like a big deal no doubt biggest deal you could possibly imagine but the word shema starts with shem which means name Okay, and which is identity, right? And, and so his identity, when you think about it, literally Yahweh, and which is, is his identity is to be present, present, expressed, because that hey on the end of that, it's like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, real quick, Harold. I mean, that is that's God, and and then I did a little. That comes from Ezekiel forty-eight thirty-five. And, and that's the point. It's talking about the Lord is there talking about Jerusalem and the temple, but we are the temple of God. It's the presence of God here with us. You know, um, so anyway, I, I just, I'm really enjoying this and can't wait to uh, get to the end of the year. And Harold's trying to grab more. your mic. He's, he's got he something. is. He's, he's got yeah, something. I was, I was going to say that that's an occupational hazard. I also worked in IT for about mm -hmm. 44 years. You learn how to tune out, and nobody else is around as you dig into that program or whatever the bug is you're trying to eradicate. And so that's a problem that I've had as well. Uh, you, you just learn that all kind of racket can be going on, but you don't hear it if you're going to focus and, and get. But how cool would it be, Harold, if you could tune in that radio of yours to WGOD, you know? And then you could be that focused. I mean, I, yeah. I'm with you. I, I wish I could 
My wife would tell you, I have the ability to tune out tremendously. Yeah. Well, tunnel vision is a great asset for a computer programmer. (laughs) But the question is, how do we get the tunnel tuned into the right wavelength, you know? But not so much for a husband. (laughs) Yeah. It can be. It can be disastrous at times. Yeah, I ran across that. Well, just to follow up on that, there's something that God gives men the ability, women too, I guess, but to really focus in on that problem and 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 that doesn't mean when you're in that problem or you're there, you're not, you know, you're not relating to God or whatever. I think what gets me is a lot of times when we try to be there, we're trying to go back and forth between multiple places back and forth, and we're really not giving attention to either one very, very much. But I, I just know that it's something that it's, I've, I've intentionally got to continue to focus on. I've seen some growth there, but Lord knows I've got a lot of growth. I mean, how many of you, you're, you're in church worshiping God, and all of a sudden something will, you, some will, you'll start thinking about lunch or whatever, and you're distracted, and you're off somewhere else. And I really want that focus always to be on Him, particularly at the times that it's, it's a, a, um, appropriated for that. So, Yeah, we'll talk about it some more on the other side of the break. But yeah, yeah, I was just thinking, Andy, that you know I spend a lot of time thinking about how to solve the problem that ain't heard all the problems right yeah and that pretty gets me in trouble and you get checked out and, and that kind of thing great clip i always wondered why you know the, the other three turtles didn't help michelangelo that's know, right so. <laughs> what we have at our boot camp is something that makes you stronger and gives you the strength to go on your regular walk with God. It's something that will make you be bigger than you were when you got there. The first one, I, did, I had no clue what, what I was walking into. And then realizing that other people are in the same boat and, you know, how open everybody was to share their struggle. It was a great group and a lot of impacting was able to be done. It is a tight bond of men. Everybody's the same. And each and every time that I've come to boot camp, I've learned something different. And not one man that's ever been there neglects not to take time out to talk or to share. It's serious business. And you need to come one time and break bread with the men and fellowship. Feel the atmosphere. Hear the people pray and get down to earth about what's going on in life and get real. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. brought our word up again in the middle of the year and that's why i just kind of chose that clip no real spiritual significance there it was just cameo and word up and i love the song so and my wife got aggravated with me when i was cutting it because i kept playing it so anyway the uh we are talking about our words of the year and revisiting them or however or our checkup as andy said earlier so um we're gonna go to chuck you've got a clip for us so yeah it's uh my word of the year is uh arise and uh, it, it took me a little bit to get to that. You know, my I kept struggling once I, you know, got around these guys and got introduced to Wild at Heart and the Masculine Journey Ministry of, you know, Word of the Year, you know, and this has been a few months ago, but I was struggling with a rise and prepare. But this clip right here, it's it's funny. I was actually mowing the yard um, a couple months ago, and uh, I always listen to the podcast or the radio show or just something while I'm riding. I do a lot of thinking on my ride more, if you need to know. But, uh, you know, I, 
uh, Andy shared this clip from the legend of Bagger Vance. And really, when I heard this clip, you know, it just spoke to me in such a way. I mean, I, I broke down on the lawnmower and I'm crying. I'm just thankful my neighbors didn't <laughs> see me with my glasses and mask. It kind of hit all that, you know. But uh, it, it just spoke to me in such a way, you know, because it's time for me to rise. There's a part in the clip where it talks about, you know, stepping out of the shadows. Um, and, and I know in 2003, you know, I was, I was called into the ministry without any doubt. And uh, for 20 years, you know, I've been kind of running from that. You know, not that I haven't been walking with God and, and, and been involved in some type of ministry or, or even involved in church, but I've been running from full-time ministry, and a lot of it's because I bought into agreements that Satan has made with me. Um, you're not good enough, or you're not qualified, or you're not educated enough, you know. And instead of just trusting where God's going to lead me, and this ministry has really brought me around. But if you want to play the, the clip of that, it, it just speaks volumes, and I'll talk a little bit more about it. You're going to be wanting a different club, Dale, Juna? I can't do this. Hey, you might should just loose your grip up a smidge. You know, a man's grip on his club, just like a it's man's grip It's not what I'm on... talking about. I know. No, you don't. What I'm talking about is a game. A game that can't be won. Only play. You don't understand. I don't need to understand. Ain't a soul on this entire earth ain't got a burden to carry. He don't understand. You ain't alone in that. But you've been carrying this one long enough. Time to go on. Lay it down. I don't know how. You got a choice. You can stop. Or you can start. Start? Walking. Where? Right back to where you always been. And then stand there, still, real still. And remember, it's too long ago. Oh, no, sir, it was just a moment ago. Time for you to come on out the shadows, Juna. Time for you to choose. I can't. Yes, you can. But you ain't alone. I'm right here with you. I've been here all along. And play the game. Your game. The one that only you was meant to play. The one that was given to you when you come into this world. You ready? Come on, take your stance. Strike that ball, Junior. Don't hold nothing back. Give it everything. Now's the time. Let yourself remember. Remember your swing. That's right, Junior. Settle yourself. Let's go. Now is the time, Junior. You know, the, the thing you don't see in this clip, um, you know, it's, you've got Juna. He's standing in the middle of just woods and brush, and he's hit his golf ball into the woods, and he, he really sees no way out. But he's also struggling with his life. You know, he's got past wounds from, you know, being in World War I. Um, he's got relationship issues. Uh, he, and he, even in the war, he lost many of his friends and, and was one of the only ones that returned home. You know, so he's got survivor remorse and, and feels like he really shouldn't be there. You know, he should have been the one that, that died in the battle. But um, through that, you know, Bagger Vance is helping him through this battle of life. Yeah, it's golf, but he's really speaking deeper to Juno, you know, more to his heart level. You know, in order for him to find his swing, he's got to get on the right track and he's got to find his heart. And, and that's why that clip um, speaks so well to me. You know, uh, another thing you don't see is as he's standing in the woods, there's just this picture frame, a silhouette of, of light, just this window. It's the only option he has to hit his golf ball out of the woods. 
And, and that's where I've been, you know, in my walk with trying to discover where I'm supposed to go with my ministry, you know, because, you know, yeah, I want to walk with God, but I, many times I've wanted to do it my own way. You know, I haven't consulted with God on this. I've just ran off and think, oh, yeah, that's ministry. That's where I'm supposed to be just because it is ministry. But that's not where God wants me, you know, and it, it's just, just been this long process through the past 20 years to bring me around to, to really start walking with, me, with God, to be in union with God, with Christ in a way that he's going to direct me and only he can guide me. No one else on this earth can. Mm-hmm. You know, I can get advice from even my band of brothers, but God is the only one and Christ is the only one that's going to point me in the right direction where he's going to surface and he's going to take over and control where he wants me to be. But, but that's what that story, and if, if you hadn't seen the movie, I mean, it, it's just an amazing story, you know, about healing wounds and, and just getting on that right path with God. My wife several years ago was involved in some of the Beth Moore studies, and she played a clip, and I won't ever forget Beth Moore's version of what um, what she said about Isaiah. I know the plans I have for you, and you don't. <laughs> and and that's, that's kind of the, the reality that sometimes I exactly. think cause I believe that same story, yeah. Chuck, that, you know, because – I was a chief knucklehead once upon a time, probably still am in some people's eyes. And, and, you know, knowing that ministry was in my heart and still is. And, you know, but he never used a guy like me, a guy who threw his life away on addictions and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he just couldn't do that. And he finally just point blank told me one Sunday morning, I get to choose what you do. And, you know, you let me do the deal. So, yeah, I love that clip. So, um, the uh, we got time for another clip, Mr. Robbie. You want to do yours? Sure. Um, my word this year, very fun, is being gathered in great faith, and certainly God has taken me many adventures of being gathered gathered in great faith, which has to do with the idea of chasing these statutes that are in the 119th Psalm. It says, "My lips will utter praise when I've learned." your statutes at the end in the top section of the, so I was in a search for that and God told me to go to Habakkuk of all places. And I'm like, what in Habakkuk? I mean, can't I even get a major prophet? I get a minor, you know, <laughs> and uh, he, <laughs> the word Habakkuk turned out to be um, literally the, the definition of the word statutes is it's got statutes in it twice. And which, has to do with this like super God hug, if you can imagine. Well, interestingly is, is that is my word that both of my daughters are getting married this year. And the first one, my youngest one was married last Saturday. And so amazingly to me, uh, you know, uh, she is the first person who's ever asked me to marry them as a pastor. And so, you know, how cool I got to do the ceremony, but as you might imagine, you know, if it's a little emotional to marry your daughter, and, and you got a lot going on. I actually spoke at the Man Up conference that morning. You know, I was trying to stretch the rubber band as far. And then I copied and pasted the vows wrong. And so instead of saying to my daughter, you know, she's the one where I messed up. And it said, you know, do you take, you know, Dee Stewart, her husband, you know, to be your happily, you know, wedded wife. And she looked at me and she was like, Dad, really? so anyway this clip is from daughter of the bride i mean father of the bride (laughs) you know i can't talk it's never father of the wife steve martin and kind of explain some things about this so we'll play the clip and we'll talk about it 
Dearly beloved, we are gathered here together in the presence of family, friends, and loved ones for the purpose of uniting in matrimony. All I could think of was the part I had to play. Then suddenly I went blank. I had one line and I couldn't remember it. When the Reverend said, who presents this woman, was I supposed to say, that's me? Or was it, I do? I couldn't think. I felt every eye in the place boring into the back of my neck, waiting for me to screw up, when suddenly it was upon me. Who presents this woman in holy matrimony? I do. Annie and Brian, you have come here today to join your hands. Who presents this woman? This woman. This vow of marriage is most solemn. But she's not a woman, she's just a kid. And she's leaving us. With a deep realization of its obligations and responsibilities. I realized at that moment that I was never going to come home again and see Annie at the top of the stairs. Never going to see her again at our breakfast table in her nightgown and socks. I suddenly realized what was happening. Annie was all grown up and leaving us. And something inside began to hurt. I, Brian McKenzie. I, Brian McKenzie. Take thee, Annie Banks. Take thee, Annie Banks. To be my wedded wife. To be my wedded wife. To love and to comfort from this day forward. To love and to comfort from this day forward. I, Annie Banks. I, Annie Banks. Take thee, Brian McKenzie. To be my lawful wedded husband. So as you heard, you know, Steve Martin talking about losing a daughter, which certainly is something that you see. Um, as I mentioned, I, I spoke at the Man Up conference with Nikita Koloff earlier that day. I did the wedding at five o'clock. And so I, I, as I was finishing my talk at the Man Up conference, Nikita came up, put his arm around me, and asked all the men to reach forward all their, you know, he's put, he's big at stuff like this, and he asked all the guys to pray for Robbie and his daughter's wedding, and oh my goodness, did God answer the prayer of those 100 men, or however many men there were there, it might have been 200, I don't know, but what I know is my daughters were gathered in great faith. My daughters, um, they came together like I, I honestly had never seen them in the, in the history of dadhood. <laughs> <laughs> and the spontaneous prayers that broke out. And, and my oldest daughter praying for my youngest daughter had huge impact. Um, that, oh my goodness, to have a word of the year to, to, to give me context to where he's taking me this year is spectacular. So you want to tune into like, man, we're doing a... Uh, uh, entrenchment. We're doing the after hours where you'll get to hear everybody else's stuff if you go to our podcast, right? Yeah, go to our podcast and get it on anywhere you get podcasts. Um, and also, we got a boot camp coming up in November. What's the dates? 16th through the 19th, the week weekend the, before the weekend Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And you and you can sign up on our website with that, find out more information, anything coming up. And so, masculinejourney.org. This is the Truth Network.